0: Next on BYU Sports Nation, what qualifies as true freshman success if Zach Wilson starts for BYU football tomorrow?
1: Can BYU within, win without a rug game? And which side of the ball will determine the winner Saturday? Plus, ESPN's
0: Anish Shroff will call the BYU-Hawaii rivalry renewal tomorrow. He joins us live on game day eve with his number one storyline. It's Friday. Let's go!
2: This is BYU Sports Nation. Brought to you by... The BYU Store, simulcast on BYU-TV and BYU-Radio. Now, from Studio B, here's Spencer Linton
0: and Jerem Jordan. This is how we do it. BYU Sports Nation is live. Your day-to-day play-by-play in Studio B, presented by the BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Aloha. Happy Friday, October 12th, wherever and however you're connected. Back, yeah. Great to have you with us. I am Spencer Linton, teamed up with the man who was right 71% of the time, Jerem Jordan.
1: Yeah, that was fun yesterday. Wasn't
0: <laughs> I had plenty of time to listen to all of the BYU Sports Nations on my drive back from Las Vegas. Nice. Great,
1: 71%, man. Jason going to Jason, you know.
0: Yeah, well, it cost, it, him is his, almost Halloween. it cost him his spot on the show
1: today, right? Yes, it did. <laughs> it was previously not scheduled. So.
0: <laughs> Have fun in Malibu, Jason.
1: Yeah, we're all peanut butter and jelly. Just yeah,
0: super that. happy for you right now. <laughs> Give it up for this Friday show lineup. ESPN's Anish Shroff joins us in 15 minutes. What is he looking forward to in terms of position-on-position matchup tomorrow between BYU and Hawaii? And... We need to step it up in our going for two picks because last week it was about as bad as it could have been.
1: We're in sync with the offense right now. Hopefully we both step it up. Yikes.
0: And we get to know the foe in 40 minutes. We all think we know enough about the University of Hawaii, right? We're about to find out how much we don't know.
1: know I know know about about their football team from the game notes, but a lot more than that, man. I'll tell you that.
0: Here are today's BYU Sports Nation Friday headlines. The Cougars. Host Hawaii tomorrow night, ten fifteen Eastern, eight fifteen Mountain kickoff time on ESPN2. BYU has not officially announced who will start at quarterback, but head coach Kalani Satake says well, there are a few things he particularly enjoys about his true freshman, Zach Wilson.
3: He's got a lot of confidence. He's raised that way, you know, and so he's played a lot of football too, but uh, he's, he's confident in his skills and, and uh, he can run the ball really well too.
0: Will the Maverick get the start? That's, the Zach attack.
1: That's the nickname, the Maverick.
0: Pre-game coverage on BYU Radio starts at 8.15 Mountain Time. Countdown to kickoff. Or, sorry, 8.15 Eastern time. Countdown to kickoff begins at 9 Eastern, 7 Mountain. We we'll live for an hour and 15 minutes on BYU TV for our BYU TV pregame show.
1: Go, baby. Kyle Van Noy and the Patriots play the Kansas City Chiefs. That's the big one for Jason Shepard. And Michael Davis and the Los Angeles Chargers, the San Diego Chargers of Los Angeles. The Los
0: Angeles Chargers of San Diego.
1: Well, now they're in, wait, what? Uh, play the <laughs> Cleveland Browns Sunday. <laughs>
0: Number one ranked BYU women's volleyball took care of business against San Francisco last night. Another sweep. The Cougars now 17-0 on the season. McKenna Miller led the way in kills with 11. Mary Lake had 19 digs.
1: Women's soccer winners of four in a row take the arduous long trip to Malibu to play Pepperdine tomorrow. Listen to the pregame on BYU Radio starting at 3.30 Eastern time. Then the game's on uh, the W.TV and BYU Radio for 4 Eastern.
0: All rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. You're talking about it,
2: and so are
0: we. It's What's Trending on BYU Sports Nation. BYU football is on the cusp of doing something about as rare as a top five finish for BYU football and a special season in Provo, and that is starting a true freshman quarterback. Yeah, not just, recently. It's been pretty normal. Well, it just hasn't happened a ton in the annals of BYU football. I mean, you got to go all the way back to, what, 1993 to label the first time that BYU did it, correct?
1: Which? I want to say 97. 97? Miller. Drew Miller? Okay. But so, but Taysom Hill and Tanner Mangum played as true freshmen. Didn't. Ah, Tanner was a redshirt.
0: Tanner was a Richard. Taysom had gone on a Joe mission. Joe Critchlow but...
1: was a true freshman. Yeah, there have been several recently.
0: So... Not often that an 18-year-old takes the field for BYU or a 19-year-old because Zach Wilson just turned 19. That that could happen. In fact, sounds th- like it will. I think it will happen tomorrow. So if it does happen, hypothetically, what does a successful start look like for Zach Wilson?
1: Depends on BYU's ability to run the ball. We'll talk about that in a second. But I think a positive touchdown interception ratio because I would expect Zach Wilson to throw a pick tomorrow, you know, just part of the deal. I go 200-plus passing yards because I'm not sure how much BYU is going to be able to run tomorrow. 55% plus passing. Okay, 60 is probably a lot, depending on the throws. Are they easy okay. throws or not? Okay. 30-plus rush yards. I want Zach Wilson to be a rush option for BYU. And then zeros, zero fumbles lost. Don't cough it up fumbling the ball. Okay,
0: 30-plus rush yards
1: mm-hmm. for Zach Taking Wilson. Taking into account a potential sack or two.
0: What does a successful start look like for Zach Wilson? How about a win? Okay. <laughs> Should we start there? A win against Hawaii on your home field as an 11-point favorite. I thought that was assumed. 87%. No, I'm not saying you didn't. I'm, I'm just, Yeah, I, I, a win. Like, success for me? If Zach Wilson doesn't win this game?
1: Well, well, he, he could be good. And, well, BYU could win, and he could stink, and it wouldn't be a successful start.
0: No, it wouldn't be a successful start for yeah. him.
1: Yeah. But... I think those two are tied together. If Zach Wilson stinks tomorrow, BYU's not going to win. If he runs out
0: there in that first series, clearly the coaches believe that he gives them the best chance to win the game and thus bring success. So, yeah, as an 11-point favorite on your home field, 87% favorite according to ESPN's Football Power Index, a win looks uh, like success for Zach Wilson. You mentioned a positive TD to interception ratio. I think one turnover or less and I think they're going to encourage Zach to be conservative. They're going to try and run the ball.
1: Haven't we seen that though? Yes, it hasn't worked.
0: Yes, I mean, but they still they still dominant. have to help him build his confidence. They'll let him be more cavalier once he gets into a rhythm and you get into a rhythm by completing some easy throws.
1: It depends how the game is flowing. Because if, early on, if Hawaii I mean, no takes fl- a lead and it becomes a shootout, Zach well, the, Wilson's going to have to be crazy. True,
0: true. Well, there's no flow early in the game because the game has just started. So why not give him some easy and throws in drive? And BYU has scored
1: seven points in the first quarter all year. I would say you need to crank it up. Like, it hasn't worked. Does it? Con- a conservative approach has not worked for the quarterback position for BYU this season.
0: This is the conundrum that BYU faces.
1: So why would you do the same thing you say? We're going to switch the quarterback, and we're going to let you be you. And guess what? Zach Wilson is not a conservative. He can
0: run the ball, though, Jeremy, as you pointed out.
1: I would say that's an aggressive attribute. Running the ball from the quarterback spot—it's just what what it's what he does. Compared to what
0: we've seen, that's called that's called utilizing his specific skill set. Right, but
1: it's an aggressive skill set compared to the previous quarterback. It's in his well, it's wheelhouse. It's rush. in
0: Zach Wilson's wheelhouse, so I wouldn't be surprised to see him do some read options and run and get some things early on. Those things can build confidence. It doesn't have to be just be throws. But yeah, I think one turnover or less because they're not asking him to do crazy things and we hope that it doesn't come to a shootout. Crazy
1: things like score a touchdown in the first quarter. <laughs> the Cougar offense has struggled. We all know it. That's a probable change of quarterback. Oddly, the BYU run game is ranked lower nationally than the BYU pass game, by the way. Uh, But both are in the bottom 30. So what matters more in the outcome of tomorrow's game? The BYU run offense or pass offense? The
0: BYU run game. Because Zach Wilson, one, can run. And two, BYU has been successful when they have run the ball. As pointed out by you yesterday on social media, and I'll let you get into the particulars there. How did Joe Critchlow beat UNLV and Hawaii as... I don't
1: think Joe Critchlow did. Exactly.
0: Who did beat UNLV Squally, and Hawaii? Canada. It was the BYU run
1: game. Namely, Squally. 213 against UNLV, and then he had 100-plus uh, uh, in the first half against Hawaii last year. And it doesn't sound like Squally Canada is probable to play. In fact, he's quite doubtful, it, w- it would seem.
0: It was the BYU offensive line setting up Squality Canada, the BYU run game last year that beat UNLV and Hawaii, allowing a young quarterback like Joe Critchlow to not have to bear the burden of i got to put everything on my shoulders and I have to go win this game.
1: I think if BYU puts the burden of winning on Zach Wilson, BYU will lose. I agree with Be- you. Because it's just too much. It's too much right away for him. I think in a couple of games maybe they could do that with Zach. But right now, no way, man. I agree. If Canada probably out, that is not good news. It
0: has to be the BYU run game.
1: Okay, it's the BYU run game. As I tweeted out yesterday, there is a huge difference when BYU is successful running the ball versus not, which brings us to our stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. In wins, BYU's run for 178 yards a game and in losses, 55. Are you kidding me? There's a huge difference there, okay? Furthermore, in wins, 4.7 to carry, seven touchdowns. Yep. In losses, 2.1 to carry, one touchdown. Goo! BYU can't run. BYU loses. The element that could be different is that Zach Wilson can run the ball himself. Yes. And has a better arm, we think, or hope, than Tanner Mangum, okay? Perhaps this is the game for the BYU run uh, rushing offense to get back into it. Hawaii's giving up. Uh, 2.52 a game through the air, 99th nationally. So maybe maybe BYU passes it. Matt Hadley is practicing primarily at running back, by the way, which means they need him because they also need him at linebacker. But running back might be a bigger need. Are are there issues with Bo Hodge and Riley Burt right now, perhaps injured? K.J. Hall would have been nice in this spot had he still been playing. Maybe BYU does need to go all in on the pass if it doesn't work in the rush game. Can the jet sweep, soften between the tackles a little bit? I have some real concern for BYU offensively because if, if BYU can't run and they just say, take care of it, guess what? A senior Christian Stewart had a hard time doing this for a couple of games, let alone a freshman Zach Wilson. And Christian had a great arm. But when it's like, hey, go win us the second half versus Utah State, we're down by two scores and just four verticals, that's tough. BYU needs some sort of run game. And this Hawaii defense is a little soft in the middle between the tackles for the run game. So so hopefully Matt Hadley and and Zach Wilson and obviously Lopini Katoa can get it done.
0: Breaking news, Hawaii will try and do something that Utah State, Cal, and Washington did. They'll stack the box. Now the difference is Hawaii is going to have to deal with a quarterback that can tuck it and run it. That was never a real threat for BYU with Tanner Mangum under center. So that is a new wrinkle that BYU has in their arsenal tomorrow is, hey, you have to respect Zach Wilson's ability to run the ball, whereas Cal and Washington and Utah State didn't really have to worry about that with Tanner Mangum.
1: They didn't have to worry about the pass much either, honestly. It's just not been And how
0: much do they have to worry about the pass with Zach Wilson? We will start to find that out tomorrow. But they do have to honor the wrinkle of his ability to run the ball.
1: And honor matters a lot around here. (laughs) Yeah.
0: All right, Jerem, we both think that the run game needs to find its groove tomorrow for BYU to have any shot of making good on that 11-point favorite at home and beating Hawaii. Which side of the ball needs to have the biggest game, the BYU offense or the BYU defense, which hasn't been good the last two games?
1: What's the best thing in this game from either side, either side, if you will? It's the Hawaii offense. That is the strength. Of the four potential sides here, therefore, it is the BYU defense. If the BYU defense cannot contain Hawaii's offense to some degree, it's going—it's not going to matter what Zach Wilson, Lopini Katoa, and company do on offense, because Cole McDonald has been the truth thus far. Uh, Can can Zach Wilson out quarterback Cole McDonald? I'm not going to put that pressure on him. How healthy is Cole McDonald? We don't know the injury. Right? Like, was it a concussion? Like, what? Like, was it an ankle? We don't, we don't know, okay? Add to this that Zane Anderson's out. Dynogon Woluku hopefully is back. But um, the good news is this the last two weeks from Hawaii's offense haven't been the greatest. 31 in regulation against a now 0 5 San Jose State team. And then last week with Siobhan Cordero, the backup, 17 points against Wyoming, 10 in fact. For the first 58 minutes. So Cole McDonald certainly makes a difference. But I think the BYU defense needs to... We need to see that team that played the first three quarters against Arizona. And played the game against Wisconsin. I know Zane Anderson's not in there. Butch Powell hasn't been healthy like all year. BYU's banged up. But that team needs to show up. And the BYU secondary, this is their biggest challenge yet in terms of a group of receivers. And a quarterback that can throw it deep.
0: Here's what makes me nervous about this. BYU has taken a very passive approach to... Playing defense over the last few weeks, which is keep everything in front, don't let anything go over the top. They cannot allow Cole McDonald to just sit back there and pick them apart because that's exactly what he will do. Hawaii has surrendered a lot of sacks. Teams that have been successful, Army against Hawaii, were very aggressive up front. And that's not to say that Hawaii didn't strike some big plays against Army because they did. Right. But But it was 21 points. It was the pressure that Army put up up front that won them the game against Hawaii. So BYU, I think, has to do something that we haven't seen in the past few weeks.
1: Yeah, Army had three sacks and no takeaways, which is interesting.
0: Okay, but they had three sacks.
1: Yeah. BYU hasn't had three sacks in a game all year. San Jose State had seven sacks against How
0: did San Jose State stay in the game?
1: Wyoming had seven sacks. How did
0: Wyoming stay in the game? Three takeaways,
1: two takeaways.
0: How did those teams stay in the game? All right,
1: tackles for loss. Three sacks, four Sacks uh, three for San Jose State, four for Wyoming.
0: pressure up
1: still, front. He is five all year,
0: five all year. Pressure up front. Army had three sacks. You just pointed out that Wyoming and San Jose State both had success getting to the quarterback.
1: At San Jose State exactly only five. So here's the thing with the run and shoot, though the ball it, comes out quick,
0: it does come out, but but still, sacks happen if you pressure consistently throughout the game. BYU has to implement something they haven't done against Cole McDonald, or it's going to be a long night for the defense on Which the field. Is what,
1: get pressure on the quarterback? Yes. We've been yes. waiting for it for two yes. and a half
0: years. my point.
1: How, why is it suddenly going to happen tomorrow? It needs to. It's...
0: it needs to. If BYU gets burned deep, I would rather BYU get burned deep on two long balls, maybe one goes for like a 70-yard touchdown, but they have like three or four sacks. I would take that all day, every
1: day. I would too, but where's it? It hasn't happened for two and a half years, so why will it suddenly happen tomorrow?
0: I'm telling you, it needs to. If BYU wants to slow down Cole McDonald on the Hawaii
1: offense, I me mean, takeaway is bigger than sacks, but I think both matter. Yeah.
0: Our question of the day: What person or group will win the game for BYU football tomorrow? Let's go to Voice of the Nation. This is the Voice of the Nation on BYU Sports Nation. At Nick Lee51 answers on Twitter. It's gotta be the BYU secondary. The defense needs to hold this Hawaii passing game in check so the offense can find its footing with Zach Wilson at quarterback. It's not going to be perfect. And the defense needs to keep it close to give the offense a chance. You know what makes a secondary look fantastic, Jerem? A good pass
1: rush. From who? Like who's gonna do it? We haven't <laughs> like we haven't seen it. So, Blitz! I, I don't see BYU hasn't blitzed. What you know what Army did? Mark Lyons told us that Army sat eight, and just made him pick apart the defense. So perhaps it's not that. Perhaps it's... Wait, 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 yeah. wait.
0: They dropped eight? Yeah. Because the game, I watched the Army-Hawaii game, and they had stunting blitzes. So, yeah, they perhaps would Perhaps occasionally, but there was great
1: success But with they eight.
0: stunted to the point where the, the broadcasters doing the game pointed out that, oh, Army has implemented some new blitzing techniques this week to
1: try and yeah. throw Hawaii off. I'm not saying they did every play. I'm just saying Mark Lyons said... When they dropped eight, they had success.
0: A good mix. So. Okay. All right. Mix it up. Mix it up on defense.
1: BYU dropped eight against Washington a lot, and that didn't work. Nope. It didn't. So, I, I don't know. I don't think BYU
0: has the luxury of dropping eight against Hawaii. <laughs> they don't they got to get pressure on the quarterback.
1: At McCrary underscore 08, the offensive line, giving a young quarterback the protection he needs and opening holes for running backs will be the difference maker in this game. That that could certainly be a uh, a help, Brent. Right? Continue to weigh in on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Coming up, I guarantee we'll do no worse than we did last week on this week's Going for Two Picks. In fact, that may be one of my picks. Who knows?
0: <laughs> ESPN's Anish Shroff joins us live. He'll call the Hawaii-BYU game tomorrow night. What are his expectations for BYU's offense going into this game? with BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the
2: BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere.
1: The place to watch the Cougars warm up before a game is on Countdown to Kickoff. Join us tomorrow at 9 Eastern as the Cougars prepare for... Hawaii on BYU TV. It
0: is Friday. We are live from Studio B. This is your day-to-day BYU Sports play-by-play. I am Spencer Linton alongside Jerem Jordan. Listen to BYU Sports Nation on demand by downloading the podcast. Or watch the show by going to BYUSN.com and experience BYU Sports Nation whenever, wherever, however you want. Our question of the day: Which person or group will win the game tomorrow for BYU against Hawaii? At Big Red P on Twitter says. If this team is going to win, BYU needs all offensive skill positions to step it up. Quarterback needs to push it, take care of the ball. Pass catchers need to eliminate drops. Runners make the first man miss. We need to see BYU football again.
1: That's something that Kalani Stakia has said. We've gone away from our identity, which is a tough physical team. Can you, can you do it this week with Lopini Katoa and with Matt Hadley as your two primary running backs, it would seem? Obviously, Zach Wilson's going to play a role in that should he be the starter. And perhaps that's the wrinkle of all wrinkles, is that Zach Wilson with his leg, legs changes everything. And with his arm. Like, I just think he's dynamic. And we don't know that he's starting. It sounds like he's going to start. I would call it probable or likely at this point. Um, and I called last Saturday for Zach to start. So I'm like the happiest guy outside of uh, the Wilson family that he's starting because I want to see what he can do.
0: Another response in on Twitter from at AE five L D, the BYU secondary. Another Yeah. It's great. Secondary take. That was how Army did well against BYU, pointed out by Mark Lyons. Okay, that they that they did drop eight at times. Don't give them anyone to throw it to and their quarterback starts to look very average.
1: Yeah, Army had three pass breakups, no takeaways, three sacks. No tackles for loss outside of those sacks. So it doesn't seem like they were overly aggressive or disruptive per se. Hawaii couldn't do what they do, which is go deep and th- chuck it. Now, you think Hawaii passes a ton, right? Oh, run shoe, they pass it. It's 55%. They still run the rock a lot. But they have a trio of receivers that is legit. We've talked about John Ursua. Leads the country with 12 receptions. JoJo Ward, tremendous. Cedric Bird. that trio has at least 20 catches and 200 plus yards. In fact, Ursua has 801 as he returns to the 801. BYU has zero dudes with 20 catches and zero with 200 yards. Mm. So Hawaii's played an extra game. They played seven, BYU six. Uh, stats bloated a little bit. Haven't played a power five, struggled with San Jose State. So I see two sides of the coin with this Hawaii group. And Cole McDonald, a miss last week. Is he rusty at all? is, uh, you know, th- there are reasons why BYU could win this game. We'll, we'll talk more about this coming up in the next segment. But uh, B- BYU is in an interesting spot here. Because this isn't a game that, despite the line and despite Football Power Index, the line down to 11, by the way, that it would seem that BYU is going to win this game and win it handily. I don't see it. I really don't. If BYU wins this, I think it's a tight one. Especially if you start a freshman quarterback. It's just different. It's new. It's fast. It's late. It's cold. It, there are a lot of things there that are interesting. Now,
0: in yeah, you bring up the weather factors as well. There are, I mean, weird things about Hawaii not playing well in the circumstances and the conditions that are going to be in play tomorrow night. Cold weather, elevation.
1: By the end of the game, it's going to be in the 40s.
0: On natural grass, Hawaii has been weirdly bad on natural since grass. 0
1: 2011, which is really random. It's crazy, right? 0-8. <laughs> they've, never, they've never won in Provo. Let's just go there now. Like, reasons why BYU win. Let's just go there right now. Okay, okay let's Road it. game for Hawaii. 2-1 and one this season. They won at Colorado State. They were up big. It became a nine-point game later. That's when we first were like, oh, Whoa. Hawaii has yeah. an offense. Loss at Army. Okay. And an overtime win at San Jose State. Why did it take overtime at San Jose State? That is a bad team. Road game. Okay. Just because it was road. Another one. Zach Wilson will make the Cougar offense more dynamic with his arms and his legs.
0: Exactly, he will. they have to respect his ability to run the ball, which is something that we haven't
1: been able to even we haven't seen address it since, all season since 2016 with Taysom Hill. Correct, right? BYU I would think has some pride. Given up 80 points the last two weeks, been blown out. Last week was I lost to Utah State, which is always a miserable experience when BYU loses to Utah State. Right, that's it's. Epic, epic loss. If the BYU football program has some pride, they won't let this year become last year because last year was pathetic. One of the worst seasons in BYU football history. And if BYU loses to Hawaii, it becomes more like 2017 than Starts we want to admit. Feel that way. It, it's starting to feel that way right now. And we don't want that, right? If BYU has some pride, they're going to come out and they're going to play a great game tomorrow and they're going to get a win. Joining us now
0: on the Deseret First Credit Union hotline is ESPN play-by-play voice Anish Shroff. He'll call the game between Hawaii and BYU as the rivalry renews in Provo. Anish, welcome to BYU Sports Nation. Hey, thanks for having me. We've been trying to figure out how BYU coming off of two blowout losses... Uh, Bounces back and all of a sudden feels good against a Hawaii team that has rediscovered an offense. What do you expect from the Cougars tomorrow night in a game that is becoming more and more intriguing because of a probable freshman starter at quarterback and the fact that BYU has disappeared after that big win against Wisconsin?
3: Yeah, and the problems aren't just on one side of the ball. Um, Watching BYU the last couple of weeks, you've seen. Uh, the defensive players miss a ton of tackles. The defense has been has been gashed pretty good. Now they've faced you know a couple of pretty good teams and a really good running back in Miles Gaskin. But offensively, I still think they're trying to figure out who they are. Um, you know, you hear so much talk about finding an identity. Hawaii has found its offensive identity going back to the run and shoot. BYU is is still searching for it, and um, it would not surprise me one bit if we see Zach Wilson. Just to shake things up a little bit and give this team a little bit of a spark, because right now offensively uh, they're stuck in a malaise. And I would expect, uh, you know, I would expect a couple of vertical shots maybe early in that game to just try to mix things up offensively and get some explosive plays. Those have been missing not just the last two weeks, but really most of the
1: season. Anish, one of the BYU games you called in the past uh, in 2013 was the Virginia game. We're just hoping it doesn't rain like that tomorrow. That's my first request. Is that, a, is that a fair request? Yeah, that was, that yeah, was incredible. Yeah, that,
3: that, that got hairy because that almost bled over into Sunday. Um, had it resumed too late, that would have caused a lot of problems.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and in this matchup, BYU is an 11-point favorite from the dudes in the desert, 87% ESPN Football Power Index win percentage. Those are weird numbers to me. Do you, do you agree or disagree with those, those numbers?
3: I'll be honest again um I'm not a math major i don't know how math works. I also was told there would be no math for this interview, but um, <laughs> no that that's voodoo mathematics that that doesn't that doesn't compute for me, um especially given what you've seen from both teams recently if if Cole McDonald plays, I think those numbers are overblown. Um, I wonder if those numbers were maybe tabulated um assuming that you know, the freshman Cordero was going to start for Hawaii. But if Cole McDonald doesn't play, I expect an explosive Hawaii offense. They can score points. So, um, no, I don't think it's going to be that that lopsided at all.
0: Follow him at Anish ESPN. Anish Shroff is with us on BYU Sports Nation. What would qualify as a successful start if BYU decides to go with the true freshman, Zach Wilson?
3: I think building off of what we saw in the final four minutes, Against Utah State, watching him, you know the thing that jumps out is he's poised. He doesn't panic. The one incompletion he threw was a ball that should have been caught. He can move a little bit, so he gives you that mobility, not just in the pocket, but also somebody who can, you know, extend plays and make plays with his feet. I think he's just a a little bit more dynamic in terms of the total package. Now he doesn't have the experience, so you know, you, you maybe worry about an early turnover or so, but BYU has been pretty conservative offensively, but uh, I think if he can, you know, successfully show that he can move the ball and, and, and get the ball to open receivers and, uh, you know, use the running game a little bit and make some plays with his feet. Um, you know, just kind of give the offensive spark. I think if you see a couple of, you know, a couple of big plays, you know, 15, 20 yard games um, where Wilson's responsible, I think that would give uh, the, this offense the spark it needs.
1: Hawaii is six and one, uh, big underdog. They received one vote in the AP poll. I know they haven't played a Power Five, and and they barely beat now zero and five San Jose State on the road. But it's interesting to see that they just have no respect. No one, no one takes them seriously. Probably because of the schedule. What do you think?
3: I think the schedule has everything to do with it. You know, when you you look at, you know, who they've beaten. Um, Colorado State at the beginning of the season was an impressive win. Nobody thought they would. Win that game. They they lose to Army, and you know Oklahoma almost lost to Army as well. Um, it's different playing against an option team. Um, and, and Wyoming. You know, I had Wyoming in week zero. I thought Wyoming had a really good defense, and uh, I thought Wyoming would be better than they've been this year. Um, and to win that game with a backup quarterback making his first career start, I think is impressive. So, uh, I think this team is better than than maybe um, the, the pundits are saying. You know, only getting one AP vote this week. I was a little surprised. Uh, they have rediscovered the identity of this program, which was run and shoot. Timmy Chang, Colt Brennan from a decade ago, they've gone back there. And it's been immensely successful. And they spread you out. They're going to force BYU to tackle in space, and they got a 5'11", 250-pound sledgehammer uh, of a running back in, in Fatua, and so uh, Farutu, sorry, and uh, they're gonna, you know, you're going to have to tackle that kid. And they got four really good wide receivers, including one of the best ones in the country in Ursua. So, uh, to me, the pieces are there. And then you've got a trigger man who makes uh, a lot of really good decisions and gets rid of the ball quickly in Cole McDonald. So, uh, you know, defensively, can they, can they stop really good teams? I, I don't know. But offensively, you're going to have to score with them to, to beat them.
0: Anish Shroff, ESPN play-by-play man, will call BYU and Hawaii tomorrow night, ten fifteen Eastern, eight fifteen Mountain, live on ESPN2. I'm pretty sure that no play-by-play announcer will encounter a more difficult pronunciation guide combined between Hawaii <laughs> and PYU. Seriously, uh, how how are you feeling going into the game?
3: I have been practicing for the last four days. I just, I just, <laughs> you know, keep keep going back and forth. The, the, the advantage, the one advantage I have is my mm. wife actually lived in Hawaii for about a year and a half. So nice. she's really good with the Polynesian pronouncers. And what i found, you know, a lot of times when I kind of write it out, I'll write out the hard names phonetically uh, on my cheat sheet So when I when I make a reference of it. But if you sort of understand um, how each of the vowels and, and you know, the, the diphthongs or whatever you want to call them, how they sound, uh, sometimes I think you actually make it more complicated when you spell it out Phonetically versus just the normal spelling. Sometimes you get caught up in why wow, this is such a big name, but then you you know you kind of work through work through it, and then it's the same sounds for you know for the letters. So I'm I'm getting more comfortable. Then she's she's been a big help over the years when I've had a Hawaii or a BYU um, to kind of help me through these names. No, no, that's that's that's, you know, you is ooh, you know. Okay, all right. I got that, you know. So, um it's 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 a process, but but you know, usually you get maybe one of these teams, rarely do you get both of them. So, um, that that has been the hardest part of prepping this game, I won't lie and and I apologize in advance if I mess up one or two names.
0: Hey, no, no one's going to be able to one up you after this, man. You you've put in the work, um and we look forward to the call and we certainly appreciate the time uh amidst your busy schedule. Thanks so much, Anish.
1: All right,
0: thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Anish Shroff on the Deseret First Credit Union Hotline. Deseret First, your values, your timeline, your financial future.
1: I spent a long time with uh, Aaron Goldsmith on the Washington game because I, I know Aaron. I was like, hey, you got to make sure you don't ever call Tanner, Tyler, Magnum, and all the Polynesian. He had it, and then BYU was getting blown out, so none of it really mattered. Ah. Uh, Come on! Yeah, but Anish is a well-prepared play-by-play. Remember player.
0: that week when BYU was ranked number twenty and three and one, Jerem?
1: I can't. It's been too long ago. Coming up, why do we think BYU will win this game tomorrow? We outlined it, but what other reasons are there?
0: Uh, and do we dare go for two?
1: Well, whether we like it or not, it's going
0: to happen. No PATs here, man. Can't be any worse than last week, as Jerem pointed out.
1: This is BYU Sports Nation. So badly. Check out BYU Sports Nation right now with Kiki Solano. It's the latest in Cougar sports with a social media twist. Check it out on the BYU Sports Nation Facebook, IGTV, Twitter, and YouTube accounts.
0: All right, let's keep it rolling, BYU Sports Nation, on a Friday with a recap of our headlines. BYU hosting Hawaii tomorrow night. Cougars have not officially announced who will start at quarterback. We think that it's going to be Zach Wilson. Head coach Kalani Sitake added this to why he would be confident in his freshman if he started.
3: He's got a lot of confidence. He's raised that way, you know, and so he's played a lot of football too, but uh, he's, he's confident in his skills and, and uh, he can run the ball really well too.
0: Reminder, pregame coverage starts on BYU Radio at 8.15 p.m. Eastern. Countdown to kickoff live on BYU TV at 9 Eastern, 7 Mountain Time.
1: Kyle Vannoy and the Patriots play the Kansas City Chiefs, and Michael Davis and the Chargers play the Browns on Sunday.
0: Number one-ranked BYU women's volleyball remains perfect on the season. 17-0 after beating San Francisco in a sweep last night in the Bay. The Cougars... Led by McKenna Miller, who had 11 kills. They play Santa Clara this Saturday in the pursuit of 18-0 and 0 in California on that Bay Area trip once again, 4 p.m. Eastern, 2 Mountain Time.
1: And women's soccer, winners of four in a row take the long trip to Malibu to play Pepperdine tomorrow. Listen to the pregame on BYU Radio starting at 3.30 Eastern Time. Yes, it is
0: so diff- such a difficult oh, road trip to make. What a hard make.
1: trip. It's, it was Laramie in the Mountain West. Now it's Malibu. Oh, the West Coast. Brutal, right? Ugh. Brutal.
0: Jeremy, I think we should go for two. Let's kick. Can you predict the future? No.
1: These guys think they can.
0: We're
2: going for two on BYU Sports Nation. All right. Oh, let's just go for one. Let's
1: just kick it. <laughs> let's, let's just kick it.
0: Run the kicking unit on the field. Well, last week no, more, no more going for La- two. Last week, BYU
1: missed one. I guess we should go for two. <laughs> Come on. All
0: right. Two predictions from each of us, each worth one point. The season standings. I have six points. Jeremy with four and a half out of a possible
1: 12. Uh, Who cares how many other points? I would love for you to lead us off today, Jeremy. Number one, Zach Wilson will lead the Cougars in rushing. I think Zach Wilson's legs will be a big factor in this game.
0: Wilson! He'll lead BYU in rushing?
1: Yeah. Wow. Yeah, chew on that like a good piece of jerky. Number two, the BYU defense will have at least three of the following interception, fumble recovery, sacks. So let's say BYU has three sacks, that qualifies, right? Okay. One of each, that qualifies. Three interceptions, right? Is that three interceptions? At least three of the following, but it's like a total, a
0: combination. What if they have one? What if they have one interception, one fumble recovery, and one sack? That's that, three. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Yep. So either they will
1: t- aggregate three total of those of
0: those three things. Yes. Okay. Now that I would very much love for that to happen. That'd be great,
1: right? I would very much given that BYU only has spe- five sacks specifically.
0: All year. I would love BYU's. Defense to sack the quarterback three times because that has been a measure of success when you look at what Hawaii has struggled against. I think every team except for one has either been in the game or won the game if they had at least three sacks. Wyoming, San Jose State, Army. Navy had three sacks, but got blown out.
1: Even Duquesne had two sacks against Hawaii. Come on. It's time. Uh, Hawaii had a
0: 14 to nothing lead on Hawaii. Yes,
1: because Hawaii turned it over the first time. <laughs> <laughs> I think takeaways and
0: sacks are a big deal. All right. Number one, I think BYU will have a lead at halftime. Okay. And fun fact, thanks to our friend Greg Rebel, who pointed this out earlier this week, BYU in the Kalani Satake era, 11-0 and when they lead at halftime.
1: What does Aaron Roderick think about that? Oh, we don't have it. Oh, okay. Yeah. BYU will lead. stats that. are for losers. Oh, thank you.
0: Yeah. BYU will lead at halftime. I think they will <laughs> lead at the half. That'd be great. Number two, Zach Wilson will complete sixty percent or more of his passes.
1: Okay. Sixty okay. percent. That means quick, easy throws generally.
0: Get him into a rhythm and then take some shots. But he's gotta he's gotta establish a rhythm.
1: No, take a shot on first play. <laughs> Like the McNeese game, but Gunnar Romney catches They don't have
0: to because he can run. They have more options with him.
1: Okay, my picks. Zach Wilson will lead the Cougars in rushing. And the BYU defense will have three aggregated combined total among interceptions, fumbles, recovered, and sacks. There you go, man. We'll see if Jerem can
0: take the lead back.
1: I just want a point. You just want... (laughs) I, I just want a point. I want two, and I want for you to have none. But I also want BYU to win the game.
0: Well, if you went Hawaii 17-plus, that would guarantee you a half point.
1: Just wait until you see Brian's bold prediction tomorrow, by the way. Okay. Just just wait. It is insane. Oh, it's a game day, man. Maybe it's not insane. Let's go. Coming up, Cougar in the biggest game of the weekend. And the BYU hockey team looks to avenge football from last week. It's coming up in the whip. Oh,
0: okay. Plus, how much do we really know or really not know about Hawaii? Let's A- play Hawaii. Know the foe. Hawaii. This is BYU Sports Nation. Book Dano. Go. How's it? BYU Sports Nation is presented by the
2: BYU Store, the official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere.
1: Pre-game coverage for tomorrow's Hawaii against BYU game on BYU Radio and BYU TV starts off with Cougar Pre-Game Live with Ben Bagley at 815 Eastern on BYU Radio. Then Spencer, David, Brian, Blaine, Dave, Lauren. Have you covered on BYU TV with Countdown to Kickoff at 9 Eastern.
0: Welcome back on a Friday. This is how we do it, BYU Sports Nation. And we are rolling out our question of the day once again. Which person or group will win the game for BYU tomorrow? Hashtag BYUSN to reply. I always enjoy when we get to do this. In fact, I think we need to make this a straight-up weekly segment if we, if we can.
1: Depends on the foe.
0: Let's play Know the Foe.
2: BYU Sports Nation asks, do you
0: know the foe? Yeah. We think we know some things about Hawaii,
1: the Rainbow Warriors, BYU's old whack rival. Well, it was a rival from Hawaii, but not. I don't think BYU was like, hey, this is a rivalry. Hawaii hates BYU. We know that. We know that. Stealing our players. Guess what? Alabama's stealing your players now, okay? (laughs) Everyone's stealing. Yeah, hate Alabama. Yeah, hate Alabama. To okay?
0: Ben Bagley, um, we would love for you to quiz us on this so that we can see how much we know or don't know. Let's
2: look like idiots. Well, I think we can all agree we all hate Alabama. (laughs) Yes. War Eagle. Let's go. Let's go. Know the foe in a randomly selected draw, officially done before the show. Spencer will lead us off. All right. okay. Okay. And I've got a pencil, so I'm keeping official score today.
1: Yes. That's the official. We'll
2: start true or false with notable alumni. Spencer. Okay. True or false? Barack Obama.
0: False. Correct. Yeah, he lived from in Hawaii. From Hawaii. Fun a, fact, though. Yeah, both,
2: both his mother and father, alumni, met in a Russian language class at the University of Hawaii.
0: Wow. That's cool. All
2: the right. I'll you
0: basketball.
2: Jerem, sticking with a notable alumni, true or false? Bette Midler. Bette Midler? I'll go false. Comedian, musician, false. actress. False? No, it's correct. Come he, on. She probably went to N- NYU. No, she, she went to, she went to University of Hawaii for three semesters. <laughs> Sorry, I heard the ding. Then the play. Yeah, th- it's incorrect. She, she is a alum. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, <laughs> no points for you.
1: I don't have my own buzzer to send back to audio. Yeah, there you go.
2: All right, this one for you, Spencer. Okay. We obviously Magnum PI and Hawaii Five O filmed in Hawaii. Yes. Which one of the following is not? Majority filmed in Hawaii. Like the most majority of the film is not filmed in Hawaii. Okay. Gilligan's Island, Pearl Harbor, Jurassic Park, or Blue Crush.
1: It's a good question. Pearl Harbor. Oh,
2: Correct. Nice. Only the Air rate films in uh, Pearl Harbor filmed in Hawaii. Everything else, Long Beach in L.A. Yeah.
0: that, see, that makes sense. I and mean, Ho- Hollywood is based in California, Southern California.
2: They even have a sign. All right. Next up, real or fake <laughs> players on the Hawaii roster. <laughs> we'll start with Jeremy. You're first up. Okay. Blessman Taala. Uh,
1: that's real. He's on there. He is. Ble- He's a freshman
2: me. defensive lineman. point. Nice, Jarvis sure.
1: Landry's like bless him. Nice. <laughs> Spencer Eugene
2: Ford. True. <laughs> nice. That's correct. He's a sophomore defensive back. Dan <laughs> Smith. Eugene. Uh, Jerem, Paul Scott. Oh, man. (laughs) False. No fake. (laughs) Nope. He's actually a freshman linebacker.
0: (laughs) Those are so tough. Uh, Those are so tough.
2: All right, Spencer. Okay. Manasseh time. False. And we ran out of music. Oh, there it Uh, is. Music's back. (laughs) Spencer's answer was false, which is... Incorrect. Oh, Manase time. Actually, a sophomore linebacker as well.
0: Good gravy. All
2: right, Jeremy. This is the last one. Last real fake here. Okay. Tui. (laughs) Real? (laughs) Really? It's really a combination of names from characters from Moana. Yes.
1: (laughs) From Moana. (laughs) Why didn't didn't you do? uh, Why didn't you do Joey? (laughs) Nu'uanu iki. Because then I would have had to try to pronounce that. <laughs> or Ro-gest- there I we love go. It, Rogesterman Ferris II. Rogesterman Ferris. That's a good one. The
2: best. All right, we're back to you, Spencer. True or false, Hawaii is the whitest state in the U.S. Sorry, what, what did you say? The widest. The whitest. <laughs>
1: I thought you said whitest. <laughs> I said, no, nope, that's I would not say what I said. That would be no. <laughs> <laughs> the Whidest. widest. Widest.
0: Oh, man. I'm going to say false. I think Alaska is wider.
2: Hawaii is actually widest state in the U.S. from west to east.
1: Really? It's wider? That's a true
2: statement of fact, Spencer.
1: Okay. And I would say Wyoming is probably the whitest state. That would also be correct. Yeah. Well, actually, Last one, Jeremy
2: you can't really win, but we'll ask the question anyways. True or false, half of the world's pineapple cropped crop comes from the state of Hawaii. Uh true. No, <laughs> it's only one third. <laughs> only a third, yeah, only a third of the world's only a third of the world's wow.
0: pineapple A third of the world's pineapple crop
1: incredible. comes from Hawaii? Yeah.
2: Jerem, hopefully going for two goes better than this did for you because you only got one point. I got one point. <laughs> Spencer got three. Well, I actually,
1: actually even I got two and then I got one.
2: Well, unless you count the Wyoming answer, that'd be two points. <laughs> <you> still-
1: <laughs> that was <laughs> another compelling and rich addition. Bet Midler, man. Bet Midler went to Hawaii. Uh huh. We should have done BYU Hawaii Facts. Oh, my goodness. There's a BYU campus. Go
0: Seasiders.
1: Today. Yeah. No more athletics. Now we now have still no athletics, athletics you but you go, still go Seasiders.
0: Them. Absolutely. still love them. Our question of the day, which person or group will win the football game for BYU tomorrow? Response in from Twitter, at BYU Spud Bud. Hey. Spud Bud. We haven't talked about Spuddy Buddy in a while. Well,
1: there's a reason for that.
0: They respond, I would have to say defensive line. If they can slow down the Hawaii offense and pressure the quarterback, BYU should have no problem... Whoa. Going well, 17 plus. Hashtag top button rules.
1: I don't know what that means, but I agree. Coming up, number one keeps rolling and the quest continues. Why don't we make t-shirts for the women's volleyball team?
0: Vengeance is a dish best served cold. And that seems to be right up BYU hockey's alley, Jerem. It's part of the whip around next. This is BYU Sports Nation. Arr. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation on a Friday. And a shout out to today's guest, Anish Shroff of ESPN. He'll call the match, the game, the contest, the sport ball. Come on <laughs> between Hawaii and BYU. If you missed any of today's show, download the podcast, go to BYUSN.com to watch full episodes.
1: Sorry, not sorry to Dennis Pitta. We ran out of time for you, as we do every day. Let's whip it. It's time for the Cougar Whip around. Football BYU hosts Hawaii tomorrow night at 10.15 Eastern on ESPN2 and BYU Radio. Pre-game coverage begins on the radio at 8.15 Eastern. Countdown to kickoff begins at 9 Eastern on BYU TV. Cougars in the
0: NFL. Kyle Van Noy and the New England Patriots take on the undefeated Kansas City Chiefs. We'll, we'll see about that. Big-time game in the NFL. Plus, Michael Davis and his Los Angeles Chargers of San Diego Play the I wish they were called. Cleveland Browns on Sunday.
1: It's so ridiculous.
0: Go back to San Diego.
1: Volleyball. That ain't happening as long as that stadium's the way it is. Oh,
0: please no. build a stadium down there.
1: Number one women's volleyball beat San Francisco in three last night. The Cougars are 17-0 as McKenna Miller led the team with 11 kills. The Cougars play at Santa Clara tomorrow for Eastern time. Soccer.
0: Women's soccer. Winners of four in a row. Take that brutal trip. To Malibu California uh, oh that so, poor team oh so difficult they play Pepperdine tomorrow don't get distracted by the ocean that goes for you too Jason Shepard listen to pregame coverage on BYU radio starting at 3 30 eastern time before the game the men's team of BYU soccer will host their alumni cup tonight at Southfield at nine eastern seven Mountain
1: cross country. The men and women's teams compete in pre-nationals in Madison, Wisconsin, a place that has been good to be BYU this year. The women's race begins at 11 Eastern. The men's race at 115 Eastern, both ranked in the top 10. Uh, yeah, let's go. Tennis.
0: Anastasia Abramyan advances to the round of 16 at the ITA Mountain Region Tournament. She won her second round match but lost in the third round 4-6 2-6. All three women's tennis teams won their tennis matches as well.
1: Hockey. The BYU hockey team looks to avenge the, the football loss last week to Utah State as they take on the Aggies tomorrow at 9 Eastern. If, if BYU hockey wins, we will all feel avenged.
0: No, no, we nice won't.
1: It's
0: a nice thought, but nope. It's not, no. BYU softball hosts Boise State as part of their fall schedule this Saturday at 3 Eastern.
1: Swimming and diving. Last but not least, the Cougars host Spencer's old Grand Junction homies, Colorado Mesa. Tonight, 9 Eastern, in the sparkling, newly renovated Richards Building Pool. The
0: Mavs of Colorado Mesa, formerly Mesa State. In the house, man. How much do you know about Grand Junction? Maybe we should do a know Let's the Let's
1: not f- do that one. How about? <laughs> a
0: know uh, the full about Colorado didn't go Mesa. go very well for me earlier. <laughs> Today's Rise and Shout. Belongs to who, Jerem? Who deserves it?
1: Uh, Zach Wilson for apparently winning the starting uh, job tomorrow at quarterback. We'll see. Now, what if
0: this is just some amazing ploy by the B-Wing coaches when Tanner Mangum
1: runs out for the first series? <laughs> I don't know how that's going to be received, though. <laughs> like I, lo- I love Tanner. Oh, but we snuck one been, up on you, Hawaii. The offense has not been good enough. I think mixing it up is the right move here. Also, uh, Anish Shroff brought up the following question. Cole McDonald said he's playing, but how do we know he actually is playing? Like, we believe him, but what if he isn't is, is healthy some, enough? Is this and it's,
0: gamesmanship by because, Hawaii?
1: Because last week, Hawaii ran out a guy in Cole McDonald's jersey to warm up that wasn't him, just just to act like uh, he was out there. Maybe McDonald's We're going to have to watch maybe that. Maybe
0: McDonald's not good. Maybe he's not healthy, and he has to leave early in the game, so we see Siobhan Who Cordero.
1: Who yeah. knows? That would be a game changer, and maybe that's why the Lions at 11. What does Vegas <laughs> know? Vegas doesn't what does trust Vegas Cole McDonald's?
0: know? Our question of the day, which person or group will win the game for BYU football tomorrow? Let's go to Voice of the Nation. This is the Voice of the Nation on BYU Sports Nation. At BYU for me too. The group that will most influence and get a win against Hawaii is the coach. Kalani Satake, Coach Tuiaki, and Coach Grimey, using our best weapons, making adjustments, aggressive defense. Yes, please. Timely play calls, flare, pass, run game, hashtag open it up.
1: This is a really big game for BYU. Obviously, you want to beat Hawaii at home. But if BYU doesn't win this, that's a three-game slide. You have a losing record. That's not good going into the bye week. BYU needs to win this. Go into the bye week with some confidence. See Zach Wilson play well. Then you host Northern Illinois. Then BYU could restore some good feelings and some good mojo going into November where you play at Boise State and at Utah.
0: Pressure is an amazing thing. And if BYU does not beat Hawaii, then that pressure starts to really mount on
1: getting to a bowl game. Yeah, because at this point, that's the goal. Get to a bowl game. That would be an improvement. Our Elite
0: Voice of the Day, presented by Sundance Mountain Resort, celebrating 50 years. Jake, R. camp in on Twitter. The position group has to be the defense. If they do their job and play as a collective unit, it'll take pressure off Zach Wilson and allow him to play more loose instead of worrying about being down early and bringing yeah. BYU back. Excited about offensive changes, but this is a big week for the defense.
1: Absolutely. Conversation continues 24-7 on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Use the hashtag BYUSN.
0: For Jerem, I am Spencer. We shout out to Steve Clements. Remember him? I do. We should probably shout out to Drew Miller, too, right? I know we already talked about him. Go Cougs!
1: Might as well do Reggie Miller while you're
0: at it. Beat Hawaii.